Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Pint of Football, the nation's drunkest football podcast, where much like a man who has been asked to write two intros in one night, Convulsion, Laser, Sugar Glider, Basingstoke. I am here with one of the most human guys you are ever likely to meet. Filled to the brim with organs, some call him the nutrient requirer, it's Daz Napton. Very true. And with you as always, I am your host, Tim. I'm looking forward to your second intro. Yeah, I kind of um, blew my load, as it were. Don't worry about it, because we're going back to what many probably thought we'd forgotten about, which was our efforts to try and find a story from every single country in the world. It's been so long that we've done this that I can't actually remember what the last one we did was. Um, mm, the only one I can really remember is Tuvalu because I actually had to do a lot of thinking for that one. I think actually the last few episodes we've done, we've been lucky enough to farm it out to guests, which is probably just, why we don't remember. I'm just looking up a um, checklist of countries so I can get a visual representation of what we've done. Is what's the Island Islands? Is that is that a country? Oh, the Arland Islands, yeah. We haven't yeah. done that. That's not... I don't even think that's a country. Oh, there's some ultras, though. Okay, I think I think there is that. Why am I talking about the Arland Island Islands? Sorry. Especially because, especially yeah, at some point, we will probably have to actually talk about them. So you can save that in your bank. I can of... confirm that there are football fans on this island. Hmm. Sorry, sorry for the diversion. No, no, it gives us hope for everything, really. If ever we pick a country out and someone says, no, there's no content from that country, we can say, come on now, even the Arland Islands has some. So there's no excuses there. 
But no, I, I got quite lucky this time. Well, comparatively compared to some of the ones we've had. So I've got Latvia. They they do have a few good stories in and amongst them. But before I go into that, I'm going to tell you, Tom, just in case you weren't familiar, what Latvia football is all about. They are 135th in the rankings for men. And they are one of the teams that has a better women's team, albeit not by many places. They are 110th. I find with like women's football, like it's very difficult unless you like know a lot about it, which I don't, I'll, I will admit. It's very difficult to know who's going to be good because like Japan and the US are like some of the sort of big, big girls <laughs> in the international scene. So like you might end up with, if you told me like um, Latvia are the eighth best women's football team in the world, I would have been like, yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> yeah, what I will say is, despite the fact that men's team are better, there is one thing that I must cast your mind back to Tom because I think you actually watched this game, and it was um, it was Latvia women versus England women in November last year, where England, of course, won twenty nil. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was quite funny. Which is is obviously <clears throat> for an actual World Cup qualifying match, pretty ridiculous, isn't it? It's yeah, not... they kind of started like um, <laughs> doing some quite silly things. Like they were basically just kind of walking behind them, <laughs> like behind the behind the defenders and goalkeeper. It's like taking the the problem with England women is they always try and walk it into its logical extreme. And aside from that, that's probably about as embarrassing as it's got in terms of the national teams. We can't really get much worse than losing 20 nil. But you will probably know a bit more about this than me as a Bristol Rovers fan. But I believe uh, a gas legend is the Latvia top caps holder, a certain Vitalijs Astafjs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his surname is Asta. It sounds like Ash Jeeves, or looks yeah, like just, it should be Ash Jeeves. Just leave it at Astor Jeeves. It's fine. I'm sure he won't mind that. He was supposed to come down for like a Legends game, but I think uh, he just kind of got stuck in Latvia. I reckon whoever booked his tickets misspelled his name on the tickets, and then when he got to Riga, easily done. Airport. Easily done. Yeah, I think it was just an unfortunate miscommunication on that front. But also another famous Bristol name, which is associated with Latvia, hmm. we have Gary Johnson. I don't even have the energy to hate Gary Johnson. He's a funny little man. You may or may not know that from 1999 to 2001, he was the Latvia national team manager. I did not know that. Is he still at Yeovil? No idea. He hasn't been at Yeovil since 2015. Shows what I know. Yeah. And another interesting fact about the national team, just to tie in the British connections, a guy who played for Burslem Port Vale in the, in the 1800s. Also, he managed Latvia in 1925 for a short spell. All the kind of... Uh... D-list names in English football have done something at Latvia. 
Has Roy Hodgson ever managed Latvia? No, he's probably one of the four nations, actually, he's yet to manage. I am stunned. But in terms of bigger names, Marion Svahars was a Southampton legend in the Premier League for quite a few seasons. He was pretty decent. Marion's with an S. Okay. Multiple Marion. <laughs> he was he was pretty decent for Southampton around the turn of the millennium. And he was one of the instrumental figures in the most obvious story I could have chosen for tonight, but haven't, which was when Latvia qualified for the Euros in 2004. Do you remember that? Well, they did. They actually qualified for the finals of the Euros. And despite the facts, well, I mean, Greece won it that year. So that was the year where anything could have happened, I suppose. Latvia had a very, very unfortunate draw in the group of death in Group D of the 2004 Euros in Portugal, where they drew a very, very good Czech Republic team, Holland and Germany, all in the same group. Yeah, you're not getting out of that one. Exactly. They did actually manage to draw with Germany. They got a nil-nil in the group stage. And that result actually was quite pivotal. It meant that Germany didn't actually escape that group neither. It was the Czech Republic and Holland who went Uh, through. If you you can't win, just ruin it for someone else. And that's essentially what they did. Fantastic. They didn't do bad. They lost only 2-1 in the first game against the Czechs with Marek Hines scoring the winner in the 85th minute. They did lead up until the 73rd minute. So they were winning in that one. And then I say they drew with Germany, but then in the last game, they were battered by Holland 3-0, which, of course, saw them go out with just one point from the three games. But to get to the Euros is still a decent achievement if you're a little old Latvia, isn't it? People tell me that the Netherlands are good at football. Um, I've not seen it myself, but apparently they are sometimes. They, they have the moments... They're not going to the World Cup now, I said that. Yeah, that's exactly what will probably happen. So we can call it here on the 11th of April 2022 at the 2022 Nobody Cares World Cup. We will lose to the Netherlands. But anyway, forget about Holland. We're here to talk about Latvia. And the story I've actually gone for is a fairly recent one, as in it happened last year. I tend to try and find stories of corruption and floundering of the rules rather than looking for a nice goodwill story and in this occasion I've actually found one of Latvia's most famous teams which is FK Ventspils and they are a team that were formed in 1997 and played in the top league They actually managed to become champions in 2006, 2007, 2008, 2011, 2013 and 2014. So they had a really dominant spell, winning six league titles in eight years. But as of last June, they no longer exist. Very good. And Um, I'm assuming that something funny happened to them or you wouldn't be bringing it up. The one thing that is quite funny is that if you go on the Wikipedia page, 
their manager role is currently listed as vacant, which is quite funny considering they're dissolved. Their nickname is quite simply Yellow Blues, which right. just basically is the colours of the kit and uh, badge. As I say, they were formed in 1997, so they lasted a mighty 25 years, won six titles. They were quite regular in Europe, and it's through their European involvement where things went bad for them. They were around for 25 years, and they won like all those titles. It reminds me of that, what was that country we had where it was like, oh, Dave Sandwich Shop FC. And they won the they won the national title like a million times. I think that was Andorra, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. yeah, it was Andorra. It was like yeah, Bob's Burgers FC. Yeah. Now I think these were a bit more serious. Well, they were up until being dissolved. And what actually happened was in June two thousand and twenty-one, they had a Europa League qualifier. In fact, no, the Europa League qualifier was in 2018 against Bordeaux. And only three years later was the evidence compiled to suggest that they were involved in match fixing. Oh, so what actually happened was the club were banned for seven years. So they just basically folded because I guess what else are you going to do? Was you just wake up three years later and go, wait a minute. Well, this is the this is the thing. This is why I found it so interesting. So there, there is a bit more of a headline. I was just giving you a bit of an overview there. Thank there God. is a, there's a bit more meat on the bones as to what happened. But the thing that I found quite strange is they got done for match fixing in a match that they lost one nil against a team far superior to them in the French league. So it must have been quite difficult for them to prove that there was match fixing going on because surely they would have lost anyway. You can't match fix to do better than you're expected to do. Yeah, it's <laughs> not really how it works. It's not as though they lost 12-0 and then you know, been been done that way. Like, it happens quite a lot, doesn't it? That sort of match-fixing stuff. But yeah, it seemed like quite a standard result. So I'll, I'll do a bit of reading here. So this is from getfootballnewsfrance.com. research before we started. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Vents bill sanctioned by UEFA for match fixing Europa League qualifier versus Bordeaux. Yeah, it seems like it was the, the Latvian club and the Russian ref who were in cahoots over this match fixing in on the 26th of July in a second round qualifier. So it wasn't even big game. It was well, it was a big game for the clubs, obviously, but it was in the second round of qualifying. It's only worth really... uh, folding your club over. <laughs> exactly. Bordeaux, who had no idea it was happening, apparently, which, again, just makes it even more funny A to likely me. story. They've turned up, and the home team have already agreed to fix the match so they lose. The refs already agreed to make sure the away team wins, and yet the away team, who were already a much stronger team, only managed to beat them 1-0. It just it just makes you wonder how they were ever caught for this. Two individuals at the club were accused of fraud, bribery and corruption, the big three, yeah. and violating the integrity of matches. Sporting director Nicholas Jackins has been suspended for four years. Club's former manager... Adlan Shishkanov was banned, <laughs> was banned for life. And he had already been placed on the Latvian blacklist, apparently. He would be on the Latvian blacklist. And it was to do with hidden salaries. He basically resigned from the club a few months before the club folded, which again... All adds to the slightly more suspicious In suspicious circumstances. It, it goes on to describe the guy's career before his Baltic adventure. It's 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 summarized as he managed a club in Moldova from 2010 to 2017, where he was constantly accused of similar dealings. He wants to stop hanging around with uh, New Amway, the corrupt. He would probably do quite well if he went to Kenya. That's probably where he'll rock up next. <laughs> you can pretty much do anything there. Yeah. And incidentally, the Moldovan club that he managed, you may not be surprised to hear, also no longer exists. Ooh. Uh, this series, sad. this series, man, is all just corruption and like ridiculous mm. Tim Pottery. Yeah, and th- these are supposed to be the top clubs in these nations. If we heard about like match say, fixing, it's a country. yeah, if we heard about match fixing in, I don't know, let's say Conference North, Conference South, I was we'd be more to be honest. Well, that's the thing; we'd be like absolutely shocked by it. But the fact this is their top league, and it seems to happen to every single club, it suggests that. Some of these countries maybe do still have a bit of a way to go to catch up. This, this time, boys, we will get away with it. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, the story of Latvia on the whole is that they are largely unsuccessful. Their women's team recently lost 20 nil to England. Their probably best team got chucked out of football for match-fixing. And... 
they did all right in the 2004 Euros. They made it to the finals despite being an underdog. Any more to come from Latvia, I'm sure. Apparently they were, I can't remember the exact number, I think it was 45 or 47. At one point they did rank as high as the mid-40s to late-40s in the FIFA rankings, which is some going for a team of Latvia's status. And of course, we already know from a previous episode where we covered Estonia, where we covered the Baltic Cup, we know that Latvia are the powerhouses of the Baltics. That's something. It's better than nothing, isn't it? Shall we, whilst we're on screen, shall we pick a random country for our our missing colleague, Andy Baxter? Dead, I assume. We haven't heard otherwise. Do you want me to do the random country, or have you got it? If you click random country, say it, and then we will then... Oh, lucky, lucky boy. Cuba. Cuba. I like Cuba. That's quite exciting. What's the most boring country? The Central African Republic? Do you mean boring as in, like, there won't be any good stories knocking about? Just generally, what's the most boring country? Mm. Let's, upset, let's upset some more people. Boring. Probably England, let's be honest. Your joke. End our suffering. I say, I say, I say, Daz. What do you say? Dogs can't operate MRI machines, but cats can. You just knew that was coming. Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.